When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, hilarious writer and comedian who for two decades was Tom Hagen to David Letterman's Vito Corleone, the great Bill Sheft. We're going to do a round of Nasty Nine with Bill in just a sec. But first, time for the Waterhouse Update, sponsored by Handelabra, the world's fanciest doorknob. College football! (laughs) Fresno State slid past UCLA like your pot guy inching out your DoorDash guy. Gators almost beat Alabama, said Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. See, we're we're, we're okay. Michigan (laughs) State, like people kissing Ted Lasso's ass, they just keep coming at you. And Clemson offense scoring less than Tim Allen at the Emmys. That wrap up sponsored by Jekyll and Hyde (laughs) and Seek. Oh, scary new twist. (laughs) (laughs) NFL, Las Vegas beats Pittsburgh in climate fun and also football. Bears, Andy Dalton goes down, (laughs) Bill, you'll like this, with what doctors are calling a writing is on the wall knee sprain. Oh, that's great. Lamar Jackson beat Patrick Mahomes. Couple other guys on the field, I guess. Tom Brady took time out from building his own personal spacecraft to beat Atlanta. And Arizona, like crime podcasts, they just keep coming at you. That sponsored by Ivermectarine, the delicious way to deworm. <laughs> America's wow. best time. No, not cutting your own submarine deal with Australia. Baseball. Dodgers and Giants on each other like ex-wives at the reading of Larry King's will. Golf. Ryder Cup starts this week in Wisconsin at Whistling Straits. Uh, you go up to Yodeling Creek then left over Jews Harp River. It's in Wisconsin's Jug Band region. <laughs> and finally, this week in sports history, the date 1954, the place London, England, the first man to break the four-minute mile, Roger Bannister, awarded Britain's coveted Silver Pears Trophy, which I'm told is given annually to the British athlete with the best ass. This Waterhouse Update sponsored by Blah, 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 the app that listens to the boring part of the conversation for you. (laughs) Now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, hilarious comic and writer, drafted in the ninth round out of Harvard specifically to catch David Letterman's knuckleball, the great (laughs) Bill Shep. Bill, how are you today? Wow. And by the way, I don't mean to correct you, but Andy Dalton tore his ACLU. That was it's, 
Ouch. That's the injury. That's where they automatically file a labor grievance. That's correct. <laughs> now, listen, before we get rolling, you spent a, a tremendous comedian. Stand, you started as a stand-up, great writer. And then you spent a, a ton of years with Letterman. And I'm sure you crossed paths with a legend we lost recently, the great Norm MacDonald. Uh, uh, how were your experiences with Norm uh, from, from across the, uh, the spectrum of comedy? Norm and I bonded immediately because uh, we were both degenerate gamblers. Uh, uh, I am, I became a former degenerate gambler and Norm tried. Uh, There's a great story that Frank Sebastiano tells about when he was writing for Norm on SNL and Norm comes in one Monday, just chain smoking. And, and Frank says to Norm, I thought you quit smoking. And Norm says, well, you can thank Mark Brunell for this. And so when I, of, of all the things that I am proud of in my writing career, I'm very proud of the fact that I helped write Norm's monologue at the 1998 ESPYs, which lives on yes. for, uh, for a, a delightful inappropriateness and, and, and cause uh the uh, the ESPYs to then uh, relook at themselves. Uh, I don't know why, as the Oscars <laughs> of sports. But back then, uh, we were uh, uh, we were we were we aspired to be completely irrele- uh, irreverent. And um, so I helped write. So you, you hang out with Norm a lot, and and uh, and I had stopped gambling for a couple of years at that point. And he kind of wanted to stop. And so we were talking about it. And I was trying to explain to him how once you, you know, don't bet every day in your about your life gets bigger. And uh, and at one point I said to him, like, for instance, you know what I tried like a month ago and and I didn't think I'd like it. But turns out I love it. And Norm looked at me and said, cock. And that's what you would get when you would hang out with him. He was a wonderful man. And it really uh, uh, just one of the one of the all time great comics. All yeah, pretty time. amazing and hard to believe the ESPYs took a hard left. After yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the nasty nine, nine questions. And with any luck at all, nine answers. Question number one. College football, Bill, are we finally seeing some parody or are the big boys uh, just too busy right now on Zoom hiring illegal tutors? What's going on? Let me answer the second part first. (laughs) Why is Alabama playing Florida in week two? Whatever happened to them opening with Tulane and Carver High? (laughs) Remember all those years? Just get it out of the way. Yeah. But I don't uh, I don't think there's a parody, but but. Is this true? Because I haven't watched any college football. Is it true if the game is tied after four quarters, they put a runner on second? I, you know, that, I don't know there. what that's going to happen. Yeah, right. That's where, that's where we are. Yeah. They said they actually lengthen the chain to 15 yards. In overtime. <laughs> <laughs> my, Why not? my favorite was when Brent Musburger was, was working a blowout that wasn't supposed to be a blowout. And around midway through the third quarter, he would always say, 
What about the what about the job the guys in the chains are doing today? He just had run out of he did <laughs> it was run out of everything. That's tapped out. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored incidentally by Wheels on Meals. Meals that are run over and then delivered right to your oh, door. That's phenomenal. <laughs> Question number two. Yeah. Has Jacksonville robbed Urban Meyer of the ability to smile again like it has so many other people? Has he made a mistake getting out of college and going to the pros? Absolutely, because those guys, I mean, they are college football coaches and college basketball. They're like the the uh, they're like the mayor, the corrupt mayor of a small town. I mean, it's utter business security. Now, here's the thing. Uh, The Big Ten has 14 teams. Is it any wonder why Johnny can't add? It's 14 member schools, two yeah. affiliates, and three if you count Jim Harbaugh's khaki factory. That's right. Which is Jeff, up you there were in Traverse you, City. You, weren't you a regular on the khaki factory? That was the children's yeah, that was, show. Uh, yeah, it was uh, that Byron Allen. It spun off of his network. <laughs> Sponsored by Zoodles, the noodles made from all kinds of animals. Question number three, Giants and Dodgers. Is it fair that a second place 102 win team will have to play the baseball equivalent of the third show Saturday at Governor's on Long Island? (laughs) One time, which reminds me, one time. I was emceeing. It might have been at Governor's and and, and whoever was uh, uh, the closing act. It might have been Bobby Collins went up to me and said, have you done shitty seats yet? And uh, apparently I was encroaching into his stock room. But uh, if if the Dodgers and Giants wind up tied at the end of the season, it's best two out of three rumbles in the parking lot. Sure, I mean, why it's, not? It's the sharks and jet. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, but yeah, but it really no, is. it's not fair. It's not fair. That's the long answer. It's not yeah. sponsored by Chinchilla, the ice cold shaving cream. Question number four. <laughs> Ryder Cup, like leading men in the 70s cinema, it's European experience versus raw American talent. They have found a way to make this event entertaining and with some some charisma and something on the line emotionally. They figured that golf of all sports has figured out a way to rev up an event. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Two things. Uh, uh, The last time, they they uh, they had a major at Whistling Straits. If you wanted to see red numbers, you had to go to the Shell Station down the street. <laughs> it was a brutal course. And I remember, is it number seven? That's the par three. The stimp meter hyperventilated. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> come on. <laughs> There's a but lot of wind. I, I it's love the lake it. effect. Uh, lake yeah. effect snow that you'll get on uh, hole number seven there. A lot of yeah, my my. My brother, who uh, is coming in from Boston just this weekend, just to watch the Ryder Cup with me. Wow. That's how it is appointment television yeah. like we haven't seen since the Montefuscos. And <laughs> for your for your <laughs> for all your listeners over 60. Thank you. <laughs> Sponsored by Holland Oats. Oats from Holland.
Okay. Question number five. <laughs> By the way, I have to say, I can't. Yeah. Uh, the, my band, the Truants, we play regularly at a great club called Daryl's House in Pauling, New York. Oh, yeah. It's owned by Daryl Hall. Yeah. And the last time we were there, we were there two months ago. Uh, uh, Daryl wasn't there, but John Oates was. And, and I'll never forget, he came up to my guys like about an hour before he went on. we went on. And I'll never forget what he said to us. He said, hi, I'm John. Let me tell you about the specials tonight. I'll just never forget that. It was a great time. Yeah. So- <laughs> As uh, an old play-by-play announcer once said, a bright moment in an otherwise strange and misty world. <laughs> Here's a phrase. Question number five. I know that. You know that? <laughs> yes, I know exactly where that's from. Question number five. Here's a phrase neither of us ever thought we'd hear. Can the WNBA learn something about marketing from the Ryder Cup? The WNBA, at least when you're down to those final four teams, should be more compelling. And it's not. There's something I don't, I don't believe it's the game which is exciting, especially when you're down to the cream of the crop. So what is it that holds the WNBA from a larger audience? They're never going to get as big probably as the NBA, but what is keeping them back? Uh, you know, I, I, I can't explain it because they started, they started off with a lot of wind at their back. They had the NBA yeah. behind them. They had the small, the slightly smaller ball, which they didn't tell anybody about. But uh, Dave Letterman and I, my old boss, we used to do a thing in the early days of the internet where after the show, we would do the show recap where we didn't talk about the show. It would always be, it was like a Bob and Ray thing. Would I, uh, I would be interviewing him. He would That's be some. Right. And so one day I said, uh, we're, we're here today with uh, Bert Montgomery, who is the publicity director for the, um, was it the Detroit Wheels or whatever? Yeah. I, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was the Detroit Wheels, uh, WNBA uh, Detroit Wheels. And uh, tell me, what are your plans for uh, promoting the team for this second season? And he said, well, we have the girls go down about five o'clock to the busiest intersection of town and wave at traffic. And that was it. That was the, so I've always, I've always thought that that was sort of the WNBA. They, they, they really, they didn't widen things because the talent is there and it's a pretty compelling game. And, and unlike, unlike women's college basketball, there is not this gross disparity between the six best teams and everybody else. So I, I don't understand it. But you know what? I didn't understand why that women's soccer league that, that, that came into being right after the, uh, the World Cup, World Cup yeah. in the early 2000s, they were in, a, they were in the right size stadiums, like 5,000 seats. They had, a, a, they had one or two players from the U.S. team on every team. So they divided up the talent. Right, right. I thought it was run perfectly, and it went straight into the ground. And that's because, frankly – People refuse to admit that soccer in the United States, as everywhere else in the world, it's a passion, and 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 here it's childcare. Yeah, yeah, that, it doesn't. That's what it, it is. It doesn't fit the rhythm of uh, of Americans. I think uh, they need to. Um, 
they need a Bill Vec in the WNBA, somebody to just uh, ah, run a couple of midgets up there or hold the games <laughs> during the Westminster Kennel Club show, something. I don't know. <laughs> when, by the way, by the way, uh, last year at the Westminster Kennel Club uh, show, I was uh, I won Pete Best in show. A lot of people. Oh. Yeah, I'm very proud of that. Thank you. <laughs> Sponsored by Kleptiva, the medication that curbs your appetite to steal. Question number six, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers, is he transitioning from great quarterback into D.B. Cooper's loner son? What's going on with his sort of mindset right now? Everything seems to be overly dramatic almost real housewife style. What's going on with him? Well, I mean, I would think that he would take it better when he didn't get the Jeopardy job. But that's, <laughs> to me, this is all a reaction wow. to that. It's, yeah. yeah it's it's like, because he's turned into, <laughs> he's turned into the showcase comic where you walk into the improv and you've got the, the 2 a.m. spot and, and the, the showcase comic says, how'd you get that? You know, he's that guy now. And, and he's also incredibly jealous of Tom Brady. That's so obvious that he yeah. can't, you know, puppeteer his way. By the way, what about Tom Brady's hair? Have you seen that? I mean, wow. yeah. I think he picked the wrong stain swatch this year yeah it, 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 it's <laughs> sure it it's a brown that does not exist on earth that no you know. no yeah and which is unusual because an awful lot of brown does exist on earth that's why they call it an earth tone he found one that doesn't how do you do that sherman williams is looking yeah. at him going that's yeah. impossible yeah it, it is it's, impressive yeah, it is, it, it, it is not. It is. And it is not a hairpiece. It's a system. No. <laughs> it's a system. He's a system quarterback. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. Sponsored by Zigzag Zit Cream. Your zits will never see it coming. Serpentine <laughs> with Zigzag Zit Cream. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I never saw that coming. Yeah. Last three questions, the dark horses, and down the stretch they come. Question number seven, give me a dark horse team that could win the World Series. We know the favorites, sure, the Dodgers, and then you got the Giants, and, uh, you know, Tampa Bay's looking good. Who do you think could could inch their way in there and, and, and uh, take it all the way to the trophy? Well, they keep saying nobody wants to play the Blue Jays, and they have now said that enough times that it, that's not going to be a factor. But they, you know, I, I just don't. I don't think they have enough pitching. I I like the Astros because they replaced the trash can with a compactor, and they hit it with a bat made from plastics pulled from the ocean. So oh, I like. Okay. That they, so wow. <laughs> so they're PC. <laughs> Yeah, they're not getting washed out in any hashtag. That's right. That's right. But uh, I, um, boy, I think that um, you know, uh, I, I think it's going to be a year for for one of the favorites. You know, one yeah. of those. You know, the, the Giants and the Dodgers have, you know, they they've had a very strong year, and I think they're they're going to be a, a battle tested. You know, I, uh, I I'm hoping my uh, my Red Sox get to host. Uh, the the play in 
I don't get it with Tampa Bay. Yeah. I just don't. I don't get it. And and yet they've been so strong. And they, but, but the tendency if you if you've been winning games, you know late, that's that's why the Spanish left Tampa Bay. They just didn't <laughs> get it. <laughs> they were there for a while, and they went, it's not working. That's, that's you know that's exactly right. That's you know I knew there was a simple explanation. They just didn't get it. They didn't get it. I like the, I like Boston. Uh, they, they, I think, uh, uh, I think they have the excitement and the passion in the locker room to do it, and they, that may overcome some uh, uh, pitching ups and downs. But I like them because they stick together through thick and thin, even when they were forced to wear yellow and blue. I, I what don't was that know, about. It, it was it, it was like a lot of the teams that you and I played against in our softball days and they were all Al Sunoco station. And that yes. was, that that's was what me. they looked like. They look like Al's and, and I have yet to have the yellow and light blue explained to me uh, by, by anyone. I will say this about the Red Sox. I mean, that one through nine order, that is, that's a strong order. Yeah. That's a very strong order. And, and I think that, um, you know, in the playoffs, you need, you need three starters and, and, and two relievers. You can, you know, it, it becomes right. a five man step. You know, when yeah. you and I were growing up, you know, the, when the, the Red Sox would go North with nine men on their pitching staff, nine, you know, and, and now it's festival seating in the bullpen. It's festival. <laughs> That's back when Warren Spahn would pitch 13 innings of three hit ball and yeah. lose. Right. And then the next day throw BP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Sponsored by Sliver City, the lumber yard that's in a hurry. Question <laughs> number eight. Give me a dark horse team that could sneak into the college football playoff. It's looking again like we're going to have Alabama and probably Clemson and probably Oklahoma and maybe Ohio State or maybe Oregon will sneak in, although I think they'll stub their toe. But is there somebody who's shown thus far they might be able to to, to sneak past the, the, the favorites? Absolutely not, because the system <laughs> – the system does does not uh, uh, allow it. It is like the um, what's it like? Oh, it's like the bridge to Canada in in Detroit. <laughs> you know, you really, you it's really not going to Canada. You really <laughs> not. It's just a bridge. It's like the set for a bridge to get. And and every year I find myself and you can go back to you know like rooting for Rutgers or or you know one of those yeah. teams like Utah and. and I don't understand why they can't have one spot, you know, devoted to something that would get everybody kind of geeked up because, you know, on the big boys, but it just doesn't, it doesn't happen. And they will, you know, they will, um, you know, manipulate it. So it's the same four teams that we always, that we always see. So no, I don't, I don't see it. I really don't see it. uh, I really don't see it happening. The, the, the uh, Purdue family of sports, sponsored incidentally by My Pillow Case. Make any pillow your pillow with yeah. My Pillow Case. And finally, question number nine. Give me a dark horse team to win the Super Bowl. 
Tom Brady probably again way out in front with Tampa Bay. Couple other teams looking pretty good. Who do you think could climb out of the muck and mire and maybe actually make a run? You know, uh, I like I like what I've seen. I mean, he's got to David Carr's got to stay healthy, but I like what I've seen Oakland doing. I mean, I I think that you know, I think that and and I appreciate you still calling him Oakland regardless of the move. Oh my! (laughs) No, I think it's. uh, I called them Oakland the entire 20 years they were in Los Angeles. Yeah. Look, I'm still calling them Clay. So that's what we're dealing with here. They're still the Boston Braves. Yeah. As far as you're um, concerned. That was my thing about Trump. Trump was the was a guy that in 19, like 82 was still saying, are you going to the clay fight? You know, he was the, that's so that's, but at any rate, um, I think it's, 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 it's early. Um, I don't think that that Buffalo, I mean, you'd like Buffalo to get it together. I I think that the, um, I think the AFC is the much stronger conference. So I think it will be a team. I think it'll be a team from the AFC. And I I don't Tennessee Tennessee could sneak it because Vrabel, first of all, may be able to construct a defensive scheme to box in Tom Brady. And secondly, pretty sure he brings brass knuckles to the game. Oh my God. Yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. He, he's very tough. And, and he was during his career. Did you ever look at him and say, that guy's going to be a good head coach? No, you just (laughs) thought that guy, that guy's going to be at the, at the rope saying, no, you're not on the list. You know, you want to look at the list. I'll show you, this is the list. That was going to be Mike. Vrabel. Wasn't that going to be Mike Vrabel's future? <laughs> Absolutely. By the way, incidentally, by the Marianas trench coat featuring the deepest pockets in the business. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's phenomenal. <laughs> My guest today, the incredible Bill Sheft. You got to follow Bill on Twitter at Bill Sheft. Check out all kinds of fun stuff over at BillSheft.com. If you're still one of those people who reads, this guy writes books that are worth reading. Uh, go to BillSheft.com and pick them, uh, pick those babies up. There, uh, I'm telling you, the guy knows I, how to make people. I am happy. sure I heard. Marty Brenneman at some point say, if you're still one of those guys who reads, (laughs) what a segue. Yeah. Thank you a ton for coming on, Bill Chef. Oh, anytime. This is great. This is great. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Jeff's album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming everywhere. The Play With Pain mugs. That's right. My mug on a mug. Available at JeffCesario.com. Thanks for listening. Love doing this for you guys. Tell your friends and spread the word because it's a blast. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in Mildew Springs, Georgia, calling poisonous snake juggling for the Humidity (laughs) Channel. Sponsored by Tingles, the potato chip that comes in a can shaped like a dildo. This (laughs) is Jet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.